That is Riff Raff and Yellow Wolf. It's chopped and screwed. Like I don't, they don't really do it too much anymore in uh, hip hop music and rap and stuff. It's just they take the music and just slow it down a lot. That's it. And uh, I, I dig it. I, I like chopped and screwed songs usually. Um, yeah, it's been a couple days since I've done one of these, so uh, it's refreshing. Nice. I was like, man, I should. I should bring it back today because I was just like, I'm going to take a little break uh, and uh, focus on something that was more important at the time being. So um, I feel like it's, tonight is a good night. Good night to be one. And I have a date on Friday. So it's uh, Wednesday today. Two more. Holy shit. It's almost Friday. <laughs> uh, yes, got a date with it. It seems like a very nice very very nice girl that seems to like me so i will let you all know how that goes maybe i'll do a podcast with her after the date and like interview her about how the date went oh man that would be so good uh, that's funny earlier um i was hanging out with uh my buddies they pack their own cigarettes and they, you know, they, they sell uh, cigarettes with empty tubes, and you can buy the tobacco separately. It's really cheap that way. And um, I went to go grab one off the table, and it was packed full of marijuana. <laughs> and I got quite stoned off of it. So, yeah. That was a perfect song for the intro for me. Um, other than that, I know Supercross started, uh, Justin Barsha won one race. I'm going to get my ass on top of that because that is going to be a fucking topic of this podcast. <laughs> so I know Justin Barsha won one. I seen he was racing the gas, gas Honda team, you know, but I still think Tomac's just going to go light speed past them. If James Stewart, I've seen an interview with James Stewart, if he says that's one of the fastest dudes I've ever seen ride a bike, then that's, I take that seriously, because James Stewart fucking goes faster than just about anybody. That man was crazy. But nobody will ever be as good as the GOAT. Which is reminds me, uh, I do live streaming on a couple different apps. Uh, just to get warmed up for this and to stay loose, you know, to do this, it really does help. Uh, you gotta put yourself, yeah, it's a different type of thing. But uh, speaking of the goat, um, you have your little um, uh, screen names, handles, whatever you want to call them, username. And what her, this chick's was the the throat goat thirteen. Yeah, yeah, she does live streaming, so. Pretty false, like what the fuck? <laughs> throat, throat goat? Oh man, that's bold. Shit. Some wild shit you see on the internet for real. Um, 
to shit. Nobody really set up the tattoo shop guy. He fell through. Um, not on the tattoo shop, but or the, yeah, the tattoo shop side of it. So that's not gonna happen. Uh, I haven't really connected with uh, TJ yet, but I will get that happening. I'm sure if I bug him enough. Uh, there's a couple other people too, but. Uh, um, nobody stays, like, they don't remind me, I'll forget, um, I don't remind them, they probably forget, you know, so, we'll make it happen eventually. I've been doing some, uh, killer artwork, yeah, hopefully I can get, uh, I'll try to draw one for, um, the cover on this, this episode, it'll be super cool, yeah, so, no guess this episode, um, I did make this other amazing, amazing, amazing Spotify playlist. If anybody wants to go on Spotify, it's Inked Up Matt. Yep, that's pretty much where anywhere on social media you click that in, I guarantee you it will probably take you to my face. <laughs> but um, yeah, Inked Up Matt on Spotify, and I'll. Uh, well, my first plan, original plan was. I was going to. Uh, I still. This is still as the plan. I'm just uh, fine tuning things. I've posted it, you can share the link, and you can go to anybody's Spotify, on your Spotify, and if it's a certain type of playlist called Collaborative, you can add music to it, and, you know, I don't know if you can remove music, but you definitely can add music, so that's the tricky part I was kind of thinking, you know, what if people start getting mad and, like, taking shit off, because I told, um, there's just one chick, Christine, that she's, she's a huge fan of the show, <laughs> so, yeah. She is doing it with me to start off with, um, and I told her, do not, she wasn't going to, I just, like, got worried for a second, and don't delete anybody's music, unless it's just, you know, uh, yeah, but I, I'll do that, I'm sure I can handle it, but this playlist, I went through all my other playlists, and picked the best songs, and put them all into one playlist, rock, rap, EDM, country, I'm still not even done with it, I probably won't ever be done with it, <laughs> it was amazing, I was just looking at like, how long it took me to put all the music into one playlist, I was like, dude, I just fucking too many bands, man, yeah, so, good times, good times, I needed this playlist, for sure, it's just, I just like, I don't have to go and add a bunch of music, to this playlist or switch playlist or anything anymore. <laughs> oh, I love it. I used to be a Pandora guy. I was. I would still be a Pandora guy. Um, I don't think they were had as quite as many features as Spotify did, but they do now, but not as quick. But I love Pandora. But one time it really wouldn't let me upgrade my profile at all <laughs> to premium my debit card or something. I don't know. I put in money for it, but. Uh, so, I had no choice. I was like, I can't listen to the commercials. That's not going to happen. For how cheap unlimited live, or unlimited music is. Um, that's a, music is one of the most important things in my life. <laughs> uh, so, I went to Spotify, and uh, now I'm here doing this podcast because of it. So, fuck yeah, Spotify. Uh, I recommend it to anybody. Just their collaborative playlist. Um, you can do these live. Uh, jam sessions with five of your friends. Um, I only got a couple of people that ever do that with me. So most people think the link that I send on Facebook is probably fucking virus or something. But it's not, I promise. It's not. 
I've done it with a couple different people, and they all fucking, we had fun. Every time we did it, they were like, this is amazing. I was like, it's pretty badass. I'm like, so, I love it, you know, especially that collaborative playlist thing. You know, like, you know, wake up one day, put on the playlist, and you're like, oh, man, this is a badass song. And you're just somebody else putting it on there. I, th- I think it's a great way to bring everybody together and have a dance party. Pants off, dance off. Remember that show? <laughs> that was the r- most ridiculous show. Oh, man. Hey, this is a good song, though. This is where I'm going to stop and do this song right here. No more editing. somebody else i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i thought a i think absol absol i don't know how to say his name no i think he's in it too i love that song though it's like my new favorite song right now um god i see the playlist is awesome it's so good i'm glad that i just took the time i was just scared it was gonna take me so long to do it because i have so fucking much music like and i'm so picky yeah but and there's just too much of it the music is never ending for me. I just don't stop. Yeah, my playlist, that was a horrible idea. Someone asked me to make a playlist for myself. I just, uh, there's so many bands and rappers and EDM and country. And Jesus, it's so much music. I don't know how long it would take to listen to, I guess you could never listen to all of the music because new music's made every day all over the place. Yeah, so... Um, definitely. Yeah, I'm sad about rock. It's just probably gonna die anytime, any day now. There's not many even rock stations with AMFM radio stations, but it sucks. Um, but yeah, rock's going down. I feel like uh, metal is gonna survive. Country, that's rap, rock. <laughs> Yeah, so country and rap is gonna be alright. EM, of course, they got their whole underground type of deal. Same with uh, metal. I think metal's gonna be alright. But like rock and hard rock, 
As sad as I mean to say, you know, there's no new good rock anyways. There is absolutely nothing, really. <laughs> I haven't heard a new rock band in so long that it was like brand new and like, I haven't, I don't listen to the radio at all anymore either, so, you know, or satellite, but, um, yeah, I just haven't, I find bands, I love finding hidden bands, you know, like, I know they're hidden, like, nobody's listening to this music, that's my, that's what I thrive to, that's, that's, like, what makes me happy in life, when I, I can just show people 20 to 30 straight sick-ass songs that, you know, they've never heard before, so, yeah, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to music, for sure, I am, but, that's just because I know what good music is, yeah, music is awesome, I was thinking about doing, oh, maybe we'll do this one about music, I don't know, I mean, there's just so much to say about it, yep, so much to say, I've been to so many concerts too. Okay, um, as kind of embarrassing, but I've seen the Cottonmouth Kings. If well, I don't know, uh, oh, closer to ten than to five <laughs> times. It'd be the same. Um, I seen Cypress Hill with the Cottonmouth Kings um, play this one song they do together. It was pretty badass, and they came up on stage with a water bottle with joints, five joints in it. And they were smoking out like where you, the top where you drink out of, called it a five star bar. That was back when I first got out of high school, and I got my first girlfriend, and I thought I was fucking badass. I was starting to get uh, tattoos, I banged out. Mm, let me think. Probably almost a whole sleeve in a year and a half, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, banged it out. Uh, then didn't get any more really for a while. Um, but yeah, it was fucking. I thought, and then I moved up north. I finally got sick of it. I was like, dude, I need to go do something with my life. Moved up north to this uh, little work program type deal thing. None of us were like doing it because we are on probation. It was all voluntary, paid. Uh, minimum wage at the time was eight dollars an hour go up to the fucking mountains uh, and uh, build hiking trails, build rock walls, no concrete, you don't get to use concrete, <laughs> not a drop, uh, the rock walls, shit called rip rap, uh, what is the log walls called, um, god I was good at those too, I forgot, we build uh, walls out of trees we cut down and shit, oh, god I can't remember what that's called, um, I will figure that out. That's good. Stuff like that bugs me if I can't remember it. Um, anyways, yeah, we built hiking trails. And it was the most brutal work you could probably do. <laughs> we were just picking up big rocks all day, stacking them, and digging holes. That really, really hard work. So that was their motto, was low pay, miserable conditions, and something else I can't remember, but... Yeah, we got paid minimum wage. So you really just had to be there because, you know, you wanted to get off the ground and, you know, size, you size, used to address the crew sometimes, you know, because I wasn't scared to work, you know, so I'd dress them and I'd be like, hey, if you're here for the $8 an hour, bro, you're here for the wrong, wrong deal, because we don't get paid that much. And this was the, I don't know, 2000. 
2002, I think. Yeah, 2001. Sometime around that. I remember I left right after my, uh, pretty quick after my 21st birthday. Yeah. I think it was the day after, maybe. Hmm. Was it? I don't know. No, it wasn't. But the day I went to go on the Greyhound, that took 22 hours to go to Sacramento. The day I went on that. <laughs> I was so hungover, I almost threw up at lunch before we left <laughs> from eating. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good times. But music up there, what was I listening to? Uh, that, oh, that's when I first, uh, we just got old Target, and uh, that was, uh, we not know that cars, but they would, but they had big vans and shit, they'd be like, town run, and, you know, so then, uh, we'd go to town and just buy CDs, we had a CD player, and they lived in dorms, four to a dorm, max, uh, yeah, it was cool, oh no, they had one big dorm for all the, the kids that were messy and wouldn't shower, they didn't get dorm privileges, my dorm, people were cool, watch, you'll see, I'm gonna get Scotty on here, and he's a badass fucking dude, um, uh, but we'd go to Target, get CDs, and, uh, that, that was our enjoyment, because a lot of us didn't have, uh, they didn't have cable there or anything, they did in one big, uh, garage, for everybody, not in that single room, so, we had TVs with VCRs at points in time, but mainly just music, and, uh, yeah, we did a lot of outside activities as well, as well as smoking weed behind the bathroom in secret, so no, but none of the counselors got us. Uh, very cool people, uh, very great time in my life, yeah, um, and I, so, uh, Black Dahlia Murder got the, that's when I figured them out, and I didn't really like them, because I was like, this is way too gnarly for me, um, now I love them, they're like my favorite band. Um, what else we got? Uh, Yellow Wolf's Trunk Music. Trunk Music? The one with the Pop the Trunk on it? We got that. Uh, what else did we do? We had so many. I got a Chevelle CD. It was so badass. Um, what else did I get? A Kid Cudi CD. It was amazing. Uh, what else did I get? Oh, uh, Kill Switch Engage. Very, very, very badass CD. Um, that might have been it. And... I moved back down here, and everybody knew why. Like my my uh, the dude that ran the whole center up there, uh, he told me he's like, Matt, don't move back down there because of a chick." I was like, "I'm not, dude. I gotta go help my family out." And I was lying. And yeah, you not. My son wouldn't. Yeah, it was my son. I love that kid. So it was, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, even like I said, you know, I can't hate the whole relationship. I mean, there was a good time in my life, you know. It was never, you know, not meant to be, but, hey, we had some good times, some bad times. Everybody does. Um, yeah, so that was the music we were listening to up there. And then, when is the time, about the time, I think I came back down here. Yeah, and started dating my son's mom. And that's when I really got heavy into, like, rock again. Because I was listening to, like, Cotton Hawkins and bullshit around that time. And then I, when we went up there, the popular thing, where, you know, was to listen to the uh, hip-hop station. So we were doing a lot of that. I was embracing rap a little bit. Rap other than the Cotton Hawkins Kings in my life. <laughs> uh, then I went back to rock. And, you know, stopped being this thing called a bro. <laughs> um, hey, bros, though? That was my shit, I don't know why, but it was, um, 
came back down here, I started listening to a lot of Chris Cornell and uh, 90s grunge. Uh, the family, my son's mom's family, I totally was into that shit. And uh, that's how I learned about Clutch, one of the greatest rock bands ever, and Tool. Well, I knew about Tool already, but I got super into Tool in a perfect circle and started getting more into like heavy rock and shit. And then I went to Mayhem Fest. It wasn't Mayhem Fest at the time. Rock City, yeah. It was the very first Mayhem Fest they did in San Bernardino, California, or Devor, at the uh, Glen Helen Amphitheater. Disturbed played, yeah, it was so good. It was, Disturbed was amazing. But if, from then on out, we went to like eight straight years of it, me and my buddy, straight up. My son's mom was there too, whether we were together or not. Um, yeah, dude, straight up. I think I, I missed one, maybe. Um, but that's when I started getting into heavy ass metal, and I was really a metal snob. I really was. I was like, well, they, almost all those bands sound like shit live. Like metal, it's hard to play live. It's like fast, and you know, it's just hard. Definitely is not. Live. But the Black Dahlia Murder, oh my god, I could not believe it. That is insane, and they play super hard. So that's why I like them so much. Because I love metal, and if you can make that shit sound good on stage, then you're, you're doing well. Um, yeah, so I got into metal again. Just metal, metal, metal. No fucking country, no hip-hop didn't really like it edm for sure i fucking hated it um i just like metal that was it and rock so that's, that's all i would listen to and then um i broke up with my sons and my ex she listened to country i fucking hated it <laughs> i couldn't stand it never gave it a chance but then i didn't um and uh yeah i listened to it i've been catching myself listening to it more often um, and the chick I'm going on the date with said, oh, she loves country. I was like, oh, God, it's a little side, but I'll be able to handle it. I do like some of it. It's fun getting drunk, too, that's for sure. That's all I want to do when I hear country is just drink a beer. <laughs> Kick back and drink a beer, have a barbecue. That's the thing to do. All right. No, not this song. No, yes, this song. It's Little Peep.
and check them out. saddest music ever little peep i believe <laughs> or no bones with the saddest song ever probably bones super sad song just the whole tone of it and everything uh i was uh listening to a lot of peep at one point in time now i really just look back on it and i'm like what, am I, what, was, what was going through my mind i was going through a breakup, breakup that's for sure yeah, I was just like, when I look back, I'm like, that's not really that great of music. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, I definitely do, like, two years of the songs. I always thought that type of, like, rap that came out, it's recently still going. Um, I was like, finally, dude, dude's making songs about how chicks fuck them over. That's, like, popular. That's the thing right now. Finally, <laughs> no more Kelly Clarkson. Oh man, I remember uh, that No More Kelly Clarkson, that's for a quote from uh, a Virgin. Oh my god, my, I remember my friend Jason, the one I had on the dirt bike episode, him, me, him and his little brother, he got Weddy Crashers and his fucking uh, 4 year old Virgin. And, uh, and we were late on him. And after that, that was like our go-to movie quotes for the rest of our lives almost soon. Said them all the time to everybody. It was hilarious. I love those two movies. Like, we were on those two We know shit by heart. You old sailor, you. Do you motor butter? You old motor butter? Do you motor butter cans? No, he's like, ah, oh, God, I love that fucking movie. He's like, stop, stop crying like a baby because you had to motorboat some old woman's cans. He <laughs> was sulking. Ah, movie quotes are great. I always love it when I catch someone saying one. I'm like, fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's my, that's the joy. That's just little things in life. That's the shit that I, like, makes me happy. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that's really good. You know, stuff your soul. It's good for you to laugh and shit, you know. No stress, you know, the opposite of that. It's uh, good, good times. Nobody likes a Debbie Downer. I hate Debbie Downer. <laughs> My son's mom used to say that. Oh, I hated it. I had nothing, no rebuttal to her. Like, I don't know one that I could have told her. She called me Sensitive Susan sometimes, I think. I don't know. She was just dumb, dumb. <laughs> I just, no, I don't mean that. Uh, maybe. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, stupid drone I got my son for Christmas. They, the, the docks didn't come with half of the fucking parts and shit. No camera. It's horrible. Yeah. That's why I don't order shit on the internet. I, mean, I know it's not a go-to thing for me. It never was until this Christmas. And I regret 
regret it by far. Yeah, I think I'll just go out. <laughs> Which I'm also horrible at. Uh, but, um, yeah. Cool, man. I'm having a good time in this episode right now. I want to try to do an hour by myself, but I don't know. I don't know. I need to catch up on that Supercross stuff. Because I didn't want to come on here and be like, oh, a Supercross episode or Supercross update. Not know shit about it because I still don't. And when I want to watch um, the highlights of it, but I will. And that's interesting. I could go watch that for a season. Like, bam, bam, got another one. And where was Tona? Yeah, I don't know. Let's go check it out. Some good shit. Right? It's not like it once was. I don't know. We'll see if Tona can do a little Ryan Villapoto, Ricky Carmichael domination action. But it's not really like that anymore. <laughs> not at all. It's a stack. It's fucking stack. It's like, these are so good, like... James Stewart invented the scrub. These dudes are fucking scrubbing. That's uh, basic in pro. Oh, I watched that video of Eli Tomac the other day, and his scrub was so just... Oh, my God. It was perfect. Insane. The moment I realized, or someone told me that he invented the scrub, because I was young, you know, didn't think anything of it. I was like, this dude is a legend. He invented the single most important, one of the one of the most important things to do in racing. He just invented it because he was going so fucking fast. So James Stewart, I don't care what he, anybody says about him, that dude changed motocross forever in multiple ways. Yeah, nobody will ever go as fast as him. <laughs> Crazy, you know. And the technology is still, yeah, on a two fifty two. Jeez, dude, I do go to a 125 after 250. Nobody was on 125. He was fucking smoking with people on 250s. I remember um, when he beat Ricky Carmichael's uh, 250. Well, I think it was um, the two, 125 class at the time, I think, still, not the light shit. And um, he beat Ricky Carmichael's win record in there. But Ricky Carmichael's out there with, um, ah, fuck, who was it? His mechanic or some shit? fucking just being like, no, you know, just kind of egging him on to go fucking, you know, crash or something, but James Stewart came through with it, he's definitely the best 125, 250F rider ever to do it, I think he deserved that one, but, no one's touching Ricky Carmichael, especially outdoors, that man was a machine, dude, the one race, he overlapped the whole entire field, <laughs> It was like, I remember my dad's friend saying, if you got second, that's like winning when you're racing Ricky Carmichael. Because that dude would get a minute gap. Him and James Stewart are so insane how much faster they were than everybody. And Ricky Carmichael is that fast. And then some dude came up and he was, there was no really breather for him, you know. It was Chad Reed was fucking good at one point in time. And then fucking Ricky Carmichael came in hard. You know, came back hard, and James Stewart sat there, and then Brian Villapoto, fucking, and that's the last real dominant time in uh, Supercross. And we're gonna listen to this song too. Shining. See you'll give in to hate You can try to fight it just like everyone 
says, I love Shinedown. I really do. They're a fucking badass rock band. Their singer is amazing. But it's kind of like a Nickelback, which I also love. <laughs> I don't care. You can't deny it. You just gotta be like, okay, get, you know, it's catchy fucking music. It's, just, it's your feelings. It's sad. I still gotta put Nickelback on here, and you bet your ass I will. Don't say you listen to everything to me, because truly, come look at this playlist, and it is fucking everything. I have fu- fucking mariachi songs on here that I think are just sound cool. Uh, yeah, I'm always like, hey dude, who plays that song? Because when people do put their music on, it kind of, when I'm around there, they put the best of the best they got on. And I'm like, dude, this is so awesome, and that's how this playlist has got to where it is, plus my own, you know listening to music I just I really do enjoy listening to music um, like people do watching TV uh, yeah I'd rather do that than watch TV no commercials <laughs> drinking a beer and listening to music it's a good time to me just kicking it with some friends reminiscing laughing playing poker I don't know <laughs> it's always a good time especially if you haven't seen them for a while and they're not drama, you know, they sincerely want to see you two, not just fuck with you, you know, yeah, or they just want to be all shitty because your girlfriend or something like that, you know, get over it, people. it's life, like, fuck, uh, unless, I mean, there is, you know, to a certain extent, always, in every situation, but, um, for the most part, people just need to get the fuck over themselves, <laughs> I feel like. I've had to get the fuck over myself plenty of times. Jealousy is a bitch-ass trait. <laughs> I'm so glad that I got over that shit. Try not to get, you know, too loose on it, because then that's, that could feel bad, too, you know? You gotta care about people, <laughs> or care about, you know, someone you're gonna date. And je- a little jealousy is good, but you should definitely know that, and not try to, you know, push the issue. Yes, that's just fucking god. I just think of toxic relationships and I'm going on a date on Friday. Uh, she's 35 years old. You guys remember how old I am? I'm 30. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna give it a chance. More often than not, I'm talking to chicks that are older than me. My first real serious girlfriend was a year older than me. Oh man, and uh, that's why. I uh, probably dropped out of high school. Uh, not because of her, because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, she didn't. She graduated already, and she had a car. She picked me up from school. Or we didn't, she didn't have to go to school. It was beautiful. We had a lot of fun. Smoked a lot of weed. Yeah. I remember uh, the morning I woke up, I was like, I'm not going to school anymore, Mom. And she's like, get the fuck up, man. She's like, you're not going to school. You gotta get a fucking job. So I moved in my ex-girlfriend's house, pretty much. Yeah. I always get super close with my girlfriend's family. They like me, too, for the most part. I mean, I'm a, I, I suppose it's, the, you know, not a coincidence. But, um... <laughs> yeah, definitely leave an impression on whoever fucking I'm around. I just, you know, what you see is what you get from me. I don't get I fucking can't help being around, so. Very nice. Oh my gosh, I've never made a stop for a commercial. Hmm. Fuck commercials. No, that's, yeah, fuck commercials for this one. I'm not gonna put any in. 
But yeah, fucking... Yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. No more commercials. Not for this episode. I'm feeling the vibe. Oh, that was like 37 minutes. Uh, I want to go find a song and then I get my gun. Yes, this song will take us out. Okay, yeah, we're good. I'll do this until I sit for my time. And you know what? The commercial is gonna. No, I already said no commercials. <laughs> it just sucks because I, like, I gotta reach a goal on it, but I don't give a fuck. It's not about that. It's not even that much money, anyways. But, um, I mean, Anchor is cool. I'm gonna throw their name out there because they do help me with distributing and everything. So, um, thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. And Kristen McCarran, you're fucking awesome. I just got that text uh, about the chash app type deal thing. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. You're awesome. She's going to be on the next episode for sure. She's a fucking sweetheart. She's a very awesome person. Um, yeah. And apparently, my voice may or may not sound, you know, very manly and sexy. I don't know. I've been told that by multiple people. So, you know. Not one. If, if it's enough people, I'm like, you know what? That's just what it is. <laughs> uh, with anything, you know, uh, whether I like it or not. You can't deny the facts. Here is the song I want to play. This is my favorite grunge alternative. Fucking yeah, it's special to me. When Chris Cornell died, I held the lighter in the sky and played this song. She's one of the greatest bands ever assembled. on the table, the fire's cooking, and the bomb babies and slaves are all working, and it's on the table, the mouths are choking, but I'm going hungry, I could sing that part that Chris Cornell does. Not hitting that note. Eddie Venner is fucking Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell's a backup singer. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. If you, you know, whoever said shit, I fucking uh, feel good about this right now. This is awesome. Life is beautiful. Peace, love, and positive vibes. My social media friends, keep it real. Handle the scandal. Love y'all. Night.